Welcome. You're tuned into the Living in Rhythm podcast where we wax philosophy and experience in the art and science of living in rhythm. <laughs> I'm Sunday and I came here to let my soul shine. It's a lifestyle, you know what I'm saying? This is the season of soul synthesis. That's right. It's time to integrate, synthesize, come together all the parts that have been feeling discombobulated and separated. It's time to come together and synthesize and integrate and manifest in that way. So you're bringing the heart and the soul together, (laughs) just like the sun and the moon will be coming together for a new moon on September 14th. I'm just getting a lot of good, positive energy, you know, feelings around this, these next couple weeks with this Virgo season hitting this new moon and then fading towards the autumnal equinox. This is a real moment where we can practice precision, repetition, and consistency, not only in our presence and our vibrational resonance, but also in our actions. I want to show up a little bit more in the 3D. So I want to talk about that. I want to talk about how we can show through our actions, through this integrating the elements of earth and water, how we can start to show the cosmic energies that be, that we believe. Yep, we believe. We're working on healing our doubt, on surrendering hesitation and fear so we can step into a new empowered place in play with these skill sets we've been developing because we've been through a lot in these last few years. And so it's time to show like what we've learned, play with it, experiment with it, come together, collaborate, inspire one another. So I want to talk about those things, this new moon, this moment in time where we get to practice precision and healing and releasing and surrendering anything that we've been holding on holding back with and and just like stepping into this moment of true belief and empowerment because if not now when you know so i want to take some time to to set some prayers around that some intentions around that but before we do as always we need to come into a moment where we can center ourselves and find a little presence in our own center of gravity If you've been listening to me for a while, you know how important I find the practice of core calibration, as I call it, the art of centering yourself. Mind, body, spirit is what we're going to talk about throughout this session today. It also goes a little bit deeper than that because the the thing I want to emphasize a little bit is this embodiment practice, which is the third dimensionality of our soul expression. Your physical body is the third dimensional expression of your soul. And we came here to let our soul shine. Every single one of us is a star. Every single one of us is a light. And we all have our own unique light and way that we shine. And part of that is seen in the physicality through our physical body. 
bless it. No self-hate talk because every single one of us is unique. So what I find is, is the more that I practice my embodiment, my physical practice, using my breath and movement to keep my body open, I feel that it helps keep my heart and my mind open as well. It has been one of the deepest practices for my own self-healing. It is one of my most valued skill sets. And I'm going to start to talk about this because that's what this time is about. This soul synthesis that I'm bringing up in this sesh, it's really coming to terms with our own inner light and starting to bring forth the things that make us all unique. That's what the age of Aquarius is about is bringing forth your unique and sharing it with the collective whole of humanity, of life on earth. And it's a very sacred thing in my personal opinion. Like I said, we're all so unique. We all have our own unique light in the way that we shine. And even if you're a twin, no two are alike, which I find so divine and beautiful. But also it becomes, for me, I see it as, a, as it's becoming one of the most important things I can do on this planet is be who I am. Part of that is accepting who I am. And sometimes I use the word becoming because it's an ever-evolving thing. Sometimes I'll, I use the word living. I love the ING words because they're active. There's a, an action involved. And so when we're centering, it's an evolving thing. We're becoming centered, which we also realize and recognize that there's an, an accept that sometimes we're centered and sometimes we're not. And that's that polarity is designed on purpose for us on this polarity planet to understand a reference and a relationship of ourselves to the outside world. Now, this core calibration practice that I offer in every episode is designed to have, give you skill sets to practice your own unique centering, your own unique tuning in. And I call it in, you know, there's a there's a way that we talk, call it in the somatic healing embodiment practices as neutrality. Your center of gravity is your neutrality, you, where you find peace and center in your physical body. As you develop as a practitioner, you'll become more adept at also centering and tuning your mind and your heart or your emotions and your thoughts. So this is a very important skill set as a human being on the earth living because this is like, you know, each of us have our own. So as you, as you take responsibility for your own center of gravity, your own vibrational presence, you actually start to show and become a mat, you know, you start to reflect what you are wanting to show in the world and be in the world. You're also becoming a magnet for what you want in this world and what you want to manifest and create in this world. So by holding steady and consistent, repetitively of a consistent vibration, so this is what I mean by tuning in, when you tune in, you're just showing a consistent, like you're meeting yourself at this neutral place, this place where you find balance and you, you show balance to the, to the power, the energy and the, the force that is by, by holding that balanced neutral neutrality in your centered state you're creating a repetitive anchored moment to not only attract, but project from with that 
neutral, balanced, centered state. This is so beautiful for me when I think about these eclipses that are coming up as far as practicing the balance between the North Node and the South Node in the axis of Aries and Libra, which is this balance of within and without. And what I love so deeply about this sign of Virgo is that it's all about the the preparation and the showing a consistency that you are ready to receive or to relate to outside of yourself because you're integrated and together. Your soul synthesis is integrated. Your soul synthesized. (laughs) And so what this core calibration practice, this tuning in does for me is that again, it just is a a moment where I can root in. Now I'm, I'm talking about it a lot, but it's a, it's something that I hope that you practice throughout your day. And what I've spoken about in the past, which I want to bring up again today, is there's a practice of taking this centering moment and tuning in with one to three breaths. And I feel like it's going to become an art form and a super valuable skill as we move into the future to be able to take, to be able to tune in and center yourself and balance yourself within one to three breaths. So we're just going to do that. You know, usually in the session, I will guide you through rooting into the earth, feeling the polarity of the rise, tune into that vertical axis. You tune into that horizontal plane, and then you expand your peripheral presence and observance into your entire field, the space bubble or sphere that you dwell within. Take a present moment within that field and then take through one to three breaths and circulate and just acknowledge I am here. So do that in your own timing. <laughs> yeah, because I want to be efficient about this. I don't, I, I actually, here's my other thing is if, if you're looking to refine this practice within yourself, I offer one-on-one sessions in this. So you can go to my website, sign up, email me if you want to talk about it first or have a little consultation about it first. I'm so down because I want you to develop your own relationship with your own center of gravity. And that's in your own timing with your own breath cycles. One to three breaths can get you there. And the more consistent and precise you are about dropping in, you will be able to show yourself consistency. Boom. Centered. Boom. Centered. One breath. It takes one breath. This becomes a powerful skill set to develop too, because often when we're not neutral, we're out of bound, you know, we're about moving around. There's nothing wrong with it. But we may find ourselves in a trip where we're getting stuck in a rut, so to speak, stuck in a mindset, stuck in an emotional set, something that you can't get around, that you can't let go of. And I have this thing I practice. I take the one to three breath centering or 17 seconds. I use one to three breaths or I give myself a quote unquote 17 seconds to pivot, to shift my focus. Now, sometimes I'll use a breathing practice or the centering practice. Sometimes I'll use a word phrase or a mantra to reframe, refocus my mind and bring me to a different state. And again, this is going to become, we want to be get, we want to become so adept at this. 
We want this practice to be just, you know, like I said, boom, center, boom, center. I want us to be able to drop in as much as we can. Take that deep breath, regroup. Because as the world changes and shifts, as we know through these mutable signs, when things are changing and transforming and moving, when there's a lot of kinetic energy, it's not as easy to stay centered unless you're practiced, unless you're embodied. And so this offering, please take it and use it and develop it. So that's like skill set 101, just it'll help you survive and thrive in this time. (laughs) The other thing is, is that this core calibration, this one to three breaths, 17 seconds to pivot, this practicing this helps us coming into our field and feeling our auric range of motion gives us a sense of presence where we can start to tune into our senses. And I say, I will continue to say this. This is the message of the age of Aquarius by developing our sensory system at a heightened level, we can be able to communicate by giving and receiving messages and feedback efficiently. The other thing is, is by developing an efficiency through our sensory system, we then are evolving our extrasensory system, which is a knowing in the field, attuning to the vibrational presence and resonance of the field within and without This helps us to become more mindful, more psychic, more telepathic, more empathic, more present. These skill sets, again, these are, these are, (laughs) this is the time for soul synthesis. By integrating and developing these skills now, we're going to be stronger humans for it. And we're also going to be able to do our work that we came here to do and also help serve the people and humanity and the planet in the way that we came here to serve it, you know, just by being who we are. We're becoming, but we already are who we are. are. And so it's about, I kind of have been thinking about this a little bit and it's, this is the soul synthesis is a lot of remembrance. The more that you come to become comfortable and accept who you are, you remember. You remember your potential. You remember your power. You remember your mission, your soul mission, which is really, you just came here to let your soul shine (laughs) its own light, you know? And I think about it so often, like we are all stars, like the planets and the sun, every, everybody's light. And so earth shines with a blue hue, Mars with a red, Each one of us has our own unique hue that we're shining, you know, our own light that we're shining. Amber is the color of your energy. (laughs) I mean, I'm golden for sure. They don't call me sunny for nothing. So, okay, that's the core calibration and the importance of that. The last thing I want to say about this too is recognize that your vibration. So we we talked about this a lot in the last sesh, but like you are seriously, you're emanating a vibration, a sound, a color, a light. Take responsibility for it. One of the coolest ways to do it is to listen to your voice. And I've said this before, like you can hear people coming sometimes with their feet, with their bodies, with the way they move. Start to tune into the sound 
like what sounds around you and how you sound around you, because that is communicating a vibration too. And sometimes, you know, you'll have this a lot in like, this shows up in Mercury retrograde, which it's going direct. We'll talk about it. Mercury's going direct soon, shortly, but it shows up a lot with a Mercury retrograde and just how sometimes the sound doesn't come out right. Like you think you say something and you think you're being super clear and then you you're, you might even type it and text it, you know, and you think you're being really clear and then you reread it or you hear it and, or the person that hears it has, does not take the same, have the same, <laughs> that's not the message they got because of the vibration and the sound current. And so back to the sensory, extra sensory bit, like <laughs> this is, this, this is part of the responsibility of being human on this time. It's like, I mean, you don't have to, but if you're here and you want to, and you want to like do some good. <laughs> This is how you start by your, by accepting yourself and becoming aware and present with yourself, feeling, listening, tuning into your soul synthesis, your heart and soul, mind, body, and soul integrated. It's a lot of work, so no pressure. And it's, we're going to be working on this for the rest of our lives. So seriously, no pressure. <laughs> but we're starting the conversation. <laughs> okay, so let's move into some talk about the astrology. The cosmic wave of this moment in time is potent. It feels so sacred to me, which is why I'm saying it. this is where we bring things together. This is where we synthesize all that we are and play with it and practice it. Because on September 14th, we have a new moon in Virgo. That'll be happening at 21 degrees, 58 minutes Virgo, which is interesting. So it's like, it's, we're in this final phase of Virgo and Virgo is, is an earth sign. It's a mutable sign, which means it's changing, right? It's, it's transforming what it learned through summer in the Northern hemisphere and, and preparing for the fall. It's if we look at the evolution of the Zodiac, it's preparing what it's learned about itself and integrating all that it's become in order to relate to outside world, relate to the other, Libra. It's a beautiful sign. I love Virgo. And as I said earlier, there's a lot of precision involved in the archetype of Virgo. There's a lot of repetition and consistency. My friend Patty, who's an astrologer, she coined the phrase Virgosis, which I just love. And it's really true. Like you, you can see Virgosis, you can hear Virgosis through the repetition, through consistency, through preci precision. They don't miss. Virgo energy does not miss. So this new moon is about us not missing. We're looking for a precision, a synthesis, and an integration of ourself so that we can show it consistently. We want to really hold that beat and that, that rhythm steady and consistent. Our frequency should just be so clear. Me, this is me. I am that I am. And by doing that, we meet the outside world with power, but also with presence and grace. It's, I love it. It's so clean. It's so clean. So yeah, so this new moon happens on September 14th at 7.38 p.m. Mountain Time. I always do Mountain Time because that's where I live. 
you know, so do the, do the adjusting for your, for where you live on earth. But what I, what, what's cool about this particular new moon, every new moon chart, when we look at the alignment and the astrology of a new moon, it sort of holds sway for the whole next month, one moon cycle. And this is the last moon cycle before we go into the eclipse cycles of the axis of Aries and Libra, which I am so excited to talk about. I can just feel the changes already. But this, again, living in rhythm, when we tune in, it sets us up for the next wave. So we're not stumbling, fumbling around and getting hit by them, but we're actually living in rhythm. We're soul synthesized and in tune, cosmic synchronized. (laughs) And calibrated through our core too, right? So the new moon is opposing, it's opposing Neptune at 26 degrees in Pisces. Again, these are all late degrees. So there's like a completion effect when we're in the late degrees. But Neptune and Pisces, it's at home there. That is the place where where Neptune is at home focusing and tuning. It looks like a tuning fork, the Triton. It's tuning its dreams, its visions, its sensory, extrasensory integration. It's actually starting to use, this is where the art, sound, healing, visual healing. This is where we we come together. We bring together some of our, our third dimensional practices, our sensory practices, and integrate them with our extrasensory practices. So this is where you can you know, really tap in and tune into a higher spiritual consciousness. It's been happening for a while, but we're like, I feel like with this new moon opposing it, it's offering up again, like an opportunity for us to earth it because the Neptune energy is so etheric and vast and cosmic, but the Virgo energy is so grounded, practical, precise, consistent, So we have this balancing of earth and water coming in, bringing our emotions and our intuition and, like I said, our dreams and our visions and our consciousness, our spirituality spirituality and our faith, what we believe deeply. We're bringing that into form a little bit more, which is why I've been saying how, why I'm emphasizing the importance of the embodiment practice. By honing in on your embodiment practice, your body, your emotional, your third dimensionality, the way you feel and the way you engage in the world and how you use your physical form to express that, this is how we're showing the world and the earth and the the cosmic forces that be the direction we want to grow and go. So the water shapes the earth, right? The emotions shape the form. So this is how important this time is. I'm just seeing it as such a beautiful time for, again, creating, praying, manifesting. If you don't like the word praying, you can, it's, it's intention setting. It's the manifesting. It's, you got to show it though. You got to prove it. You got to show your work in the third dimensional form. So <laughs> there's that practice. It's fun. Um, the other thing that's really cool about this new moon chart is that it's trining, it's trining the, it's trining Uranus in Taurus at 22 degrees. And it's really cool because, so the moon happens at 21 degrees, the new moon, exact 21 degrees Virgo. And then like a moment later, 
like a few minutes later, it goes to 22 degrees and then it's exact trine to Uranus in Taurus. Now this is electricity and power and energy. It can be unpredictability. It can be also like spontaneity. But on a deeper level, Uranus to me represents the nervous system, as I've said before. It's the ruler of the Aquarian age. It once again is giving me this insight around how important it is for us to practice using our sensory system to develop like our senses, which is third dimensional Taurus energy, our our five, six senses, and then developing that sixth sense and beyond the extrasensory skills that we have. And how we do this is through, again, meditation, by balancing our emote, by observing ourselves and then, and then playing with it and working with it, using the energy. You know, I always say that when I talk about Uranus, it reminds me of a lightning bolt. And so it's not like you can harness, like, you know, it is a little unpredictable where you don't know where lightning's going to strike, but there is electricity and power there. And if you're ever, if you've ever been in a thunderstorm, you can feel the electric energy before the lightning comes. You can hear thunder around lightning before and after. So there's other senses that are cueing us in. If we tune in, we can sense and feel. And that's what this harmonizing trine to the moon is, is giving me, it's giving me this vibe of like, whoa, we've got to like, I think you actually can harness the electricity with this. And in fact, there's those images of Tesla Nikola Tesla, who was an incredible scientist, physicist, scientist, evolutionary, you know, like super Uranian Aquarian guy, even though there's, you know, look at his chart, but he was born in a lightning storm and he harnessed electricity. He brought electricity to the world fair, right? So there's this image of him sitting in a room full of lightning, of electricity. And I, I use this one often when there's a potent Uranus transit like this one that's harmonizing with the new moon. I just, it's the sun and the moon together in a trine to Uranus. And then a few days later, it's actually going to be trining the Pluto and in Capricorn too. So there's like a grand trine coming. We've got a grounding of the electricity a grounding of the prayers, of the dream, of the manifestation, of the will, of our presence. We can be precise about it. But the key is, is if we're bouncing around and we're ungrounded and our nervous system is all over the place, then there's no way that energy can surge through you efficiently, effectively, or, you know, especially if you're like really wanting to manifest. I mean, it's just, you've got to ground And, you know, I always think of the three prong versus the two prong electric plugs, right? Like the three prong is the ground, mind, body, spirit, three prong grounding. (laughs) So we're grounding the energy. And again, it's, it's just bringing forth this balancing between the water and the earth and how we can, you know, balance our emotions and, and form matter with this, bring it into material, like show it. And, and a lot of this is going to show up through our, our spiritual fortitude or our belief, however you want to look at it, your faith, your belief, your spiritual fortitude, 
your belief. I believe. And by doing that, by showing this consistently and repetitively, holding a consistent vibration, that's how we grow, how we manifest. This is how we materialize things. How we show that we're believing is through the stories that we tell ourselves. I call it word sound power. You know, and so this, I'm taking this moment in time with Venus going direct with the new moon in Virgo, Mercury going direct in a few days, like the day after the new moon. I am, I feel like this is a really great moment in time where we get to rewrite the script. So it's a beautiful time to focus on the stories that you're telling yourself about yourself. And if you can reframe your wording and empower yourself a little bit more, have a little bit more faith, have a little bit more courage and strength to maybe reframe the title that you give yourself or rebrand your style, you know, like just to let yourself show up in the new way that you've been of like everything that you've been coming, like start to let it show up in the way that you're dressing and the way that you're speaking and the way that you're, you're living, you're just simple day-to-day living aspects is, is a great place to start. But some of us are feeling it. Like I'm feeling it. I, there's a major rebranding going on <laughs> within my own self and the way that I show up in this world. And it's really potent because you know, again, like the word sound power. It's like sometimes like this last, this last, during this Mercury retrograde, I've been hearing myself say a word or feel a thing and maybe even lean into it a little bit more. And then after some time with it, I realized that maybe that's an outdated belief (laughs) or an outdated perspective. Maybe I don't fully need to spend my time and energy that way. And it's, it's all the, it's, it's happening in very subtle personal ways. And this, that's the point is all of this is extremely personal, which is why it's important for us to develop our sensory system. So we can tune into the subtle aspects of the way that our system is communicating to us so that we can start to relate to ourselves on a deeply personal, sacred level on a soul synthesized level. So that's what this whole thing is about for me. I, I, this moment in time is about for me. And this time on earth, humanity has to show up. No doubt, only certainty. No doubt, only certainty. And, uh, you know, that, that's what, with Mercury going direct, it's happening on 915 the 15th of September, and it's at eight degrees Virgo, but it's at eight degrees, zero minutes. It's like exactly eight degrees. Eight is a working number. Eight is about infinity. It's about, it's again, it's almost like it's a form. It's a formulated, foundational, materialized, show it, prove it. Can't just be a, it can't just be philosophizing anymore. It has to be a third dimensional thing. And so, My point is, is that (laughs) with this Mercury going direct, I'm like, all right, rebrand, rephrase, reframe, speak with power, word, sound, power, recognize 
the root of some of the language in the story that you tell yourselves. Because the thing is, is if you're using language that is, you know, they say language is speaking or language words are spells. You spell a word, right? You spell a word. So recognize that (laughs) and use your words, spell your words out with power so that there's empowerment and intention behind the way that you speak, the words that you use. And then we're already practicing our vibrational resonance. So the way that we show up, all of this becomes a very precise, repetitive and consistent vibration. And by doing that, again, we're, we're going to start to build and create the world we want to see. And it's going to take it as one day at a time, one breath, one thought, one step, one day at a time. And it's a personal, very, very personal practice. And so, you know, much love and support to you on that. And again, I'm here for you. I'm, I'm offering a living in rhythm immersion sessions. And as I said earlier, you can always email me and um, schedule a consultation if you want to do that too, so we can talk it out a little bit. Um, but back to this business of, you know, this, this moment in time, it's, it's marking a new chapter. It really, really is. There's a new chapter beginning where we get to show up and embody, like embody who are, who you are and who you are becoming. Start to play with it like a a little child putting on, like dressing up and, and playing, you know, one of my besties right now, her son is playing, he's obsessed with Sasquatch and it's hilarious because he's, he's playing it. And I can, I can see how he's, he's enjoying this creative process of playing with this new thing that he discovered and good for him, (laughs) you know? So back to this idea around like, what are you dressing up? Like, what are you, how are you playing right now with your energy and what you're, where you've been and what you've learned about yourself and where you want to go? Start to show it in this world with your creativity, with the way that you are speaking to yourself with the stories that you're telling yourself, you know? So again, there's lots of love and prayers around that because this next month within the, the, the next new moon is going to be the, an eclipse and the ring of fire. It's going to be a ring of fire eclipse. And, um, yeah, more on that later. So can we get consistent with who we are and where we're going? That's what we're being asked to do. You've got to show some faith, no doubt, no more hesitation. Be mindful of the stories that you're telling yourself. And if you're ready to rebrand, take launch into that new expression, this is the perfect time to do it. This is the perfect time to play with your self-expression. Okay? So lots of love and support for you on that. And... The other thing that's happening cosmically, I mean, so there's a lot. We still have a lot of retrogrades, right? Jupiter's retrograding in Taurus also. And um, this Jupiter retrograde, I'll say this, Jupiter spends a year in a sign. And so it's in Taurus. It's been maximizing its Taurus energy. And now it's retrograding in Taurus all the way till December. So there's not a lot of, when Jupiter retrogrades, it's not moving forward anymore. It's actually starting to, it either holds steady or it starts to collapse on itself. Don't collapse on yourself. (laughs) 
Don't collapse on yourself, whatever you do. Part of that is, is by just, again, having a little faith and belief in where you are and where you've been. Jupiter in Taurus is earth studies, sensory, earthy studies. And so we get to play. We're playing in the earthly realm right now with our philosophy and our wisdom, our development and our wisdom. <laughs> and I love it. It like the the Jupiter retrograde is for me, it just shows it's like we have to have show a little temperance with our third dimensional practices. And that's part of this grace too. It's like no problem with the new moon Virgo prayers that are going on, the, the new moon Virgo intention that's happening. I'm gonna say it again: precision, repetition and consistency. <laughs> that's what creates the, that's what's going to synthesize our mind, body, spirit, our heart and soul. That's where the soul synthesis comes from is consistency. Okay. So believe in yourself. You can do this, accept who you are and let your soul shine. That's what we came here to do. <laughs> and so last thing I want to talk about this sesh is the upcoming autumnal equinox, which takes place on September 23rd at 1250 AM mountain time, which means that if you're Pacific time or west of mountain time, then you're going to be experiencing the autumnal equinox on the 22nd. Equinox represents from the center of the planet, from the equator, it will be equal day, equal night. From this moment of equinox, in the Northern Hemisphere, day by day, if you watch the Eastern horizon, watch the sunrise or the sunset, actually you can watch it in the set, but I always watch it from the sunrise. It's so obvious from this moment of the equinox, how you'll watch the sun traverse across the, the Eastern skyline towards the Southern edge of your Eastern, you know, it'll be, it goes Southeast. So it, the way I think of it, the way I like to think of it is that basically equinox is the beginning, like the, the autumnal equinox is the beginning of the solar wane. So it's kind of like a half moon. It's half sun, half, half day, half night, you know, it's equal day, equal night. It's also the moment from this time of the, of the equinox, you can observe the sun's light waning towards the south as we fall into winter. It's a poetic time. I love the I love the solar and lunar cycles. I mean, right? That's what this is all about. <laughs> but that solar cycle is is a potent one. These these seasons changing, the cardinal signs of the zodiac are the places where the seasons change, where the sun changes. And they mark a moment where you where when you observe this consistently from where you live on earth, like do this, it'll be, it'll help you so much observing the moon and the sun. But again, like if you watch this equal, this equinox moment, the wane, it shows through how, where the diagonal of where the sun comes up. And so it just keeps going South. It heads South for the winter. <laughs> and it's one of the, it's one of my favorite. I love the equinox, both spring and fall, but especially autumnal because this is where we're drawing, the light draws in, which also means we have to rely on outside feedback more. We have to rely on each other more. We have to make use of the light that we have. It's a very collaborative, it's a very coming together, unifying time. This is where we harvest and draw our resources as we prepare for the winter, as we fall into winter. 
And so the sun entering into the sign of Libra on September 23rd or September 22nd, depending on where you are on the planet, that is a zero degrees Libra. And what you want to start to recognize again is Libra is the cardinal sign of the fall. If you observe in the cardinal signs, Aries, Cancer, Libra, Capricorn, these are the signs that represent the beginning of the seasons. So there's a beginning, a a generating effect. There's a generating energy. It's in the sign of Libra for the fall, which is an air sign ruled by the planet Venus. And this airy energy, this airy cardinal energy has a lot to do with the mind. The element of air is the mental energy. And so this, as we begin this solar wane towards winter, the cardinal air energy is ruled by Venus and it's gathering what's most important. It's highly valuing. (laughs) It's evaluating. Um, There's a valuation going on at this time where back to this, we're drawing in the resources. We're looking for what's most important, what's going to serve What can I bring to the table that's going to serve the collective? It's very beautiful. And so we'll talk a little bit more about the Libra season as we step into, you know, in in following episodes. Um, But I I do want to say that as this, uh, like, I just take these moments to, to tune into where you are, not just in your own body and in physicality, as we've talked about this whole session, but also where you are on the planet. (laughs) I used to have this, uh, you know, when I taught the cosmic sync class, I would always say like to my class, the students stand in the place where you live. That's that REM song. You have to be who you are, where you are. And the autumnal equinox is a really powerful time to do that. Because again, like we're, we're right before the autumnal equinox, we have this new moon in Virgo, which is the culmination, the soul synthesis and integration of all that you are, all that you've learned and all that you're becoming and planning and intending all that you want to curate and build and nurture and develop comes to meet the other outside. And so it's a really harmonizing time. And I just want to put that prayer out there for, I just want to put that, uh, I just want to say that like, you know, you, you get to, I like to drop these EPs and, you know, I like to drop these episodes and share my insight, but I also, some of my biggest intentions around the way that I share astrology, cosmic synchronization is again, it's a personal thing. And so I hope that you take this beautiful moment in time for yourself and you develop your own practices, your own rituals, as you will, or your own, you know, just a sacred practice, something that you do to acknowledge who you are and where you are at this moment so that you're empowered and ready to give and meet with those that are around you. It's a very, uh, like I said, it's a, it, for, I'm, I feel like it's a sacred moment in time. And so I personally will be lighting some candles 
making some tea. I'm going to prepare some fire cider, which is an herbal blend that I can sip on throughout the season to keep my body healthy and warm. And uh, of course, I'll be sharing that with some of my beloveds, my most loved ones. And uh, that's what this time is about, you know, so I hope you enjoy it. I hope you just I hope you're you're brave enough to to step into the the new to a new chapter and a new self-expression and I hope you let your soul shine (laughs) because I'm so grateful for you I appreciate you thank you so much for tuning in if you want to book a session hit me up livinginrhythm.com you can email me too if you want to take me up on that consultation um i'm i'm getting ready to put myself out there too so it's a it's a reciprocal thing and um again i'm just i'm grateful for your participation and your presence and i feel you and i got lots of love and respect for you so keep doing the work and keep shining your light y'all all right blessings and love peace